you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Marky? I'm doing good. And uh, Spency, how are you? I'm doing very well. Well, welcome back, uh, Spency. Uh, listeners, as you may know, Spency G was away for last week's episode. Um, so what I actually did was I created an artificial intel- intelligence named uh, Spency G-Bot to take his place. But we don't really need Spency G-Bot anymore. So are you ready to be replaced, uh, Spency G-Bot, by the real Spency? No. Hmm. Well, that's too bad. Get out of here. Bye. Well, uh, so he's gone, and then hopefully we never have to rely on him again because Spencey G will be here for real from now on. So, um, now where were you this pa- like this past week, Spencey? I was in Florida um, on vacation with my friend, and I was able to see two March Madness games. Amazing! So, what games did you see? I saw Furman and Virginia, and San Diego State versus Charleston. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I saw the end of the, uh, the Furman, uh, Virginia game. So what, ha- what happened there? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a pretty big upset, um, for Furman. It looked like, like they were trailing most of the game. It was pretty close and then it seemed like it was getting away, but then they just ca- came back with this insane recovery and somehow Furman won the game while Virginia, two seconds left, Virginia has possession and is up. Mm-hmm. And Furman won the game by yeah. forcing some, like, a stupid pass that got yeah. caught into an yeah. amazing three. I think that what yeah. they were trying to do is just hoping that he passed it a little too early. He was just going to throw it up in the air, and while it was in the air, the time would run out. I yeah. think that was the plan, but then it just... He well, what? It yeah, early. I saw it was like this long pass. So I think the idea was that he was trying to pass it to his teammate, but the, the gamble being, even if it was intercepted, they wouldn't have enough time yeah. to actually get a shot off. Yeah. But it the guy intercepted it, perfect pass to a guy in a perfect spot who then hit a three, Yeah, right? That's what I saw. And it was kind of like... But they, what I, they still had a timeout. So uh, as far as I knew... Well, they were trying to call timeout and the refs didn't see it. Right, well, Which but they didn't have. Wow. They were going like. But they, they didn't going, have possession though. Like no, he, they did. Talking about Furman, Virg, Virginia oh. had a timeout. I, I don't. Anyway, I don't. I don't all I know is it was. <laughs> it seemed like they had. A, there was another path to victory for them. But anyway, it yeah. was. It was fun to see. And then of course Furman's now out. Anyway, yeah. right. Um, and then the other game, San Diego State uh, versus Charleston. How did that one go? Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that Charleston had a good chance of winning in that game, and it looked like it. Like, they went up a, a, a decent amount at, right at the start of the game. They were looking really good. But that, but then after that, 
it was just the sloppiest game of basketball I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Um like it was it was still good, but then San Diego definitely took took control at the end. It was pretty close at the end though. I mean it, it Yeah, it was close and if I think it if San Diego had missed a free throw, we could have seen the same thing happen again. Right. Um but yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm it's uh it's pretty uh, special that um you know, one of our orange ball juice contributors uh Spencey G was able to be a correspondent at the uh, March Madness tournament. It's your first foray into uh, true basketball field journalism. Pretty, pretty hmm. cool. Um, yeah. And it just kind of worked out that, the, you know, you went on a trip with your friend and you guys drove d- down there and they had already planned to go see a couple of those games. So it yeah. worked out really well. Um, so I'm, I'm super happy that you got a chance to see that, that kind of that level of uh, NCAA basketball live. That's that's awesome. Um, and Marky Man, I know that you're also pretty invested in the tournament um, this year. You have, you've, you picked your bracket. You filled out your uh, your bracket for the whole tournament. And so, how are you doing? I'm leading right now. You're leading in your group of friends that yeah. are that are playing. Yeah, just five people. Five of you. Yeah. So the, the prize is twenty five dollars. <gasps> so I, we do not yeah. endorse gambling by children on this podcast. So maybe I'll edit that part out. But. So you're telling me that you all put in five and whoever wins gets 25? Yep. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I might have to call the police or I might just confiscate the winnings if you win to teach you a lesson. But anyway, so how's it going? So what? Uh, you were pretty proud of your picks. Yeah, well, I had a perfect bracket for like the first seven games. Yeah. And then Princeton, the 15 seed, decided to lose. Uh, or no, Pr- Princeton won. And <laughs> Sorry, right. I can't remember who they played, but... It was absurd. Right, that messed up a lot of people's brackets. I think it was Arizona yeah. that lost. Yeah. It's just complete embarrassment. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, for some reason, my I, I was really dumb. I had way too much faith in Furman. I right. predicted them winning, but for, like I just like thought that they were going to win, right, in round of thirty-two, and they just completely didn't. So <laughs> they just yeah. completely yeah. did not win. Yeah. Well. It is probably because it's a one and done tournament. It's extremely difficult to predict. However, it is also extremely rare. Um, I think I was looking up uh, what the biggest underdog victory in, in NCAA uh, tournament history was, and I think it's like an eighth seed is the only mm-hmm. ones who have ever actually won it all. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it doesn't you know there's the Cinderella stories of the of these low ranked teams but they usually lose in yeah. the semifinal or whatever they to actually win the championship it's yeah. it almost and you know, I, it's always yeah. top ranked teams and I did have Purdue in the final four it was a terrible decision <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because I mean they lost last year to the 15 seed St Peter's and then the year before that they lost to the 13 seed so clearly they're like just yeah. They well, it's funny how, really, I mean, again, one and done. I mean, you have one bad game yeah. at the wrong time, but they I, have to prepare I, for that. You know? I think it's I think it's the way that the Purdue team is set up with essentially Zach Eady doing everything. Well, it's like, yeah, he completely disappeared. He was non-existent. No, well, they figured game. out how to deal with them. They would just yeah, swarm yeah. him and, and force a turnover, and the rest of the team did absolutely nothing. It's so weird. You'd, you'd figure that that would be taken into account. Um, well, it's like I also was like confused. What but he's was going only a on. junior, so he's going to come back next year, and they'll have another run. I guess. Yeah. Uh, or is he... I think he might be declaring for the draft. Oh, I think right. he's the projected like forty sixth pick 
or right. something. Yeah, which is if I was him, I'd be like, no, I'm going back yeah, to school for exactly. you. I'm winning next year. We're not going to lose. I'd be annoyed. It's yeah. like it's so know. strange though, because like I feel like he's not that developed as a big man because no, he was just not. sitting in the paint and he wasn't, he wasn't like doing. He got anything. the ball, yeah. like he wouldn't pass it out. Like he would just pass it yeah. out. Like it was weird. It was yeah. confusing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched a bit of that that Purdue game and it was a, it was a bit strange to watch it's also i'm so used to watching nba basketball that when oh, i completely start yeah. watching it's, NCAA, it's hard to watch it's time. it's just like totally you have to reorient how you watch basketball and what yeah. your expectations are yeah. um and how it how the games try everything i mean we were talking about mm-hmm. just the fact that it's shorter um you forget like when you're watching the nba a team can be up by 15 and you're like whatever big yeah. deal maybe they can ship their way back mm-hmm. into this yeah um whereas a 15 point lead in you know, in the second half of an NCAA game is almost insurmountable just because of the style of play and, yeah. and, and everything. So you kind of have to change your expectations for how games are going to go. Um, however, you know, it's still what's, what is different, very different, especially about a lot of regular season NBA games is just, you could tell just the level of intensity yeah. and like mm-hmm. sometimes the bad form of intensity where it turns into panic yeah. versus just like, grit and determination and they're 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 playing for it all because it's like you lose and you're out so it's it's i mean it's high stakes which is what makes it entertaining yeah Yeah. you know um but anyway this after all is an uh nba focused podcast so it's sunday march 19th 2023 and after today most teams only have about 10 games left in the regular season so why don't we take a look back at week 22 and some highlights that was awesome and low lights come on dude okay spency so what is your highlight from week 22 um my highlight is just the west in general right now it's it's pretty it's still insane um anything is up for grabs from the fifth seed to the 12th seed at this point yeah so and it, it just surprised me. It feels like every team is like making this final push, but since they're all doing it at the same time, no one is actually like taking a large step forward. Yeah. Like all the teams, six and four, five and five, four and six, no one That's is right. really, you know, like I just think they can't because they're all playing each other and they're all like, yeah, yeah I don't know. It well, feels like every team is playing better, but at the same time, Nothing's moving. Yeah. Well, well it, yeah, it's 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 totally true. What were you going to say, Marky? Oh, I think one of the reasons why the big, like, the great teams have been losing is that, like, they haven't put up their intensity and that all these other teams are, like, fully, like, they, they want to move up. They want to make the playoffs. They want to make the play-in. So it's like, you know. Well, yeah, I think you're seeing – I agree. Like, you're, this week there's been some weird – upsets with top teams all of a sudden Denver isn't winning and uh you know even Boston struggled a little yeah. bit um, Boston's dropping on the third seed yeah so but just speaking of the west I mean yeah I think you're right uh Spencey what you've observed like five basically from the Clippers down to the Lakers everybody's basically 500 in their last 10 and <laughs> nothing's changing like it's all jammed up right um, every, you know, 
the Clippers are 37 and 34 and the Lakers are 34 and 37 with 10 yeah. games to go. Like things could swing wildly. Yeah. You know, LeBron could come back and the Lakers could go on a big run. I, I don't know. I think I just saw something that it looks like he's going to be out the rest of the way. Potentially the rest of the way, I think. Yeah. Um, what is it, an ankle? Yeah, something like that. I think the only team that's truly going in one direction is the Trailblazers who are playing horribly and I think are yeah. done for the season. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I was listening to a po- uh, podcast on, um, I think it was on Wednesday. It had come out on Wednesday and was, I can't remember who it was. It was, it was, I think it was a Sports Illustrated journalist was going off about the Lakers and, you know, how they're, you know, Everything that they did at the trade is, is is coming up roses and it's going to be great. And then he said, caveat, although I take it all back if they lose to Houston tonight, which they did. They lost to Houston yeah. uh, with that granted AD sat that game. So they lose to the lowly Rockets, 114 mm-hmm. to 110. <clears throat> then they lose a nail biter on Friday to Dallas with what's his name? Maxi Kleber, Kleber yeah. hitting the, the three point um, buzzer beater for. Um, and that was a big game for Kyrie too. But yeah. it's just like all of a sudden now, there they are sitting in eleventh, still not able to overtake well, the Jazz. Yeah, and, and the Jazz beat the Celtics last night. Yeah, so they're still they're obviously like we're not tanking. We are trying to yeah. get into the playoffs. Um, it, that was a crazy game too. I watched the highlights of that game. It was awesome. Um, but I mean, I, th- I feel like the the Rockets ha- have been playing weirdly well. Yeah. For the Rockets. Yeah. The past like what ten games or what five and five? They've won three straight. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. Jarbari Smith just hit the buzzer beater for the Rockets. I think it was two or one or two nights ago, and I think they're just in the stage of like let's mess everyone up. Let's well, sure. You get to play spoiler. Them. That's yeah. something to play for, right? Where you're just like everybody right. thinks they're going to roll over us. Everybody, you know, thinks we're. An- playing us as an easy path up the standings and then they're like nope sorry we're going to play you know it's kind of like their version of the playoffs every game Mm -hmm. if they play a big team and i think that's happening it is the playoffs for like half the teams in the west right (laughs) already they have to win now they can't afford to drop games so i think that to some extent explains why you know there's been these weird games but look at i mean once again the warriors 29 and 7 at home, 7 and 29 on the road. Like yeah. It, I saw this funny headline saying that Steve Kerr is still op- optimistic amid the Warriors road skid. I'm like, this is, it's not a skid. This is <laughs> no. the season. Yeah. Ro- yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> like, it's quite the you skid. can't even. They're, yeah. they're on like what? Like a 13 road losing streak or something or 10 or 11? Yeah. They've, they've lost. I don't know. We don't have it in front of us, but they've lost many, many games in a row. Or I don't know if they broke it. But yeah, they just can't. Well, they just got destroyed by the Grizzlies again. So yeah, yeah, they didn't get exactly. destroyed. They blew a giganto lead. Yeah, yeah, and then lost by a lot. Yeah, yeah. they ended up losing by fourteen last yeah. night, one thirty-three to one nineteen. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. And then the Grizzlies are seem strangely resilient. I mean, they're only six and four in their last ten, but they won two straight. You know, obviously we know mm-hmm. Morant's out. Stephen Adams is 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 still out. But uh, they yeah. are showing their depth and showing that they still want to win. And, um, you know, good for them. I, I feel like, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, well, why don't we move on to, to we're talking about low light. So um, I haven't done my highlight. You haven't done your highlight yet? Oh, what's your highlight? Then? My highlight is the Raptors three game winning streak right now. 
Yeah. They beat the Nuggets. Uh, yeah. What did they beat? They beat the Nuggets. They beat uh, the Thunder. Yeah, the Thunder. And then they beat Minnesota. Yeah. So that those are some pretty good teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they, they were looking really strong with Pirtle, especially like he's just completely changed the team. Freddie has yeah. so much more uh, ways to create space now. Yeah. There's so many more paint touches. There's so many more open looks for threes. There's so many more easy buckets yeah. at the rim. It's just, it's so much more pleasant to watch because whenever I watch the Raptors, it's just like, it can be painful to just see shots <laughs> just never go in. Yeah. And it happens way too often. Or it, they just, yeah, where they run down the shot yeah. clock and then it's a bad yeah, three or exactly. a bad yeah. shot selection. And you're like, it, ugh. Yeah. That isn't really happening anymore. No. Like, it's just, it's a lot more pleasing to watch. Well, one thing I did not know, I knew he was going to be a rim protector and all that stuff, but. He, I mean, watching him even in the last night's game, like on a couple of really outcompeting Gobert for rebounds, yeah, yeah, and uh, like players like that, and also, um, you know, he's got a really soft touch. Like, um, his shots are nice, like little things that I'm like, oh, I'm always surprised when I see him put it up, and I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. went in. Like he just he knows his spots, it seems, Mm -hmm. and he's not looking to score thirty every night, but it's. At the same time, he is a threat yeah. to score, which makes a difference too, right? Yeah, yeah. that's um, why Gobert he's different than Gobert. Gobert is not that much of a threat to score. You yeah, know, it's he like he doesn't be. he doesn't look. To, he, I mean, true big men obviously they get their points because they'll take the easy ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also finally last night, Siakam uh, had a, a good game. It's been a while for him; he's been yeah. struggling a bit, but I think. There's definitely Pirtle has made things, as you say, easier for everyone. Well, yeah. People are. I heard someone compare. Who was it? It might have been. It might have been uh, Matt Devlin or somebody. I, I can't remember who it was comparing <laughs> Freddie uh, and and Jacob to uh, to um, uh, Malone and Stockton, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> classic, like yeah. you know, yeah. kind of combination. I, I I don't know if we can go. Quite I honestly don't think that's accurate at all, though. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit, but you know, it's a point guard center kind of yeah. combo. But it's like um, Pirtle is not the best player on the team. No, like, exactly. no, no. So, of course, it's not. Yeah. But I think it was just because of a couple plays where they just did that like yeah, classic yeah. sort of pick and roll kind of yeah. kind of thing. And it, it looks great and it feels good. It's just, you know, Freddie seems to like it. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and he's feeding off of it. So it's great. And Siakam, yeah, last night he was 27 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. Amazing. I guess we won't have to talk too much about the Raptors in our Raptors segment, having brought that all up. But uh, anyway, Marky Man, what's your low light? A low light is Dylan Brooks shoving the camera in and getting fined thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah, it, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, it's, Dylan Brooks human yeah. low light reel. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> weird to me with what happened, and I didn't yeah. think he would get like fined for it because like it looked like an accident, but right. it, it it it. I mean, it, it was an accident. Like initially, he, yeah. But then he didn't like say anything at all. You know, and the, and the play yeah. was over. There was no game. He's walked away. And it was just uh, like, right. I think it was more of like maybe what I thought could possibly be going through his head. Is he like what he thought happened in his head was like he knocked over a ton of people. Like, like <laughs> right. there was like multiple people that fell out of their chairs. And there's like, well, there's nothing I can do. That just happens. Right. But it was what just made it look weird. It was just one guy. Well, it was the cameraman. If you look in the zoomed-in footage, he <laughs> I definitely definitely did not. push. He pushes oh, no. 
the cameraman with extra force. Like he bumps into him, right. then fully shoves him down with one arm. Yeah, I can't imagine that he purposely decided he to 100% shove him. One hundred percent. Well, it's there's it's, no it's probably there's one no of those way. things where you're you're frustrated, you're yeah. all tangled up with somebody, and you just end up shoving them, even even though you don't mean to. It's not directed yeah. at them. It's just yeah. like general yeah. frustration. But, but then he did not apologize. Well, exactly. Or anything or, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where. The league, of course, is going to err on the side of we can't have that. You know, yeah. like the guys. Yeah. Just, well, because supposedly the cameraman is injured as oh, well. That stinks. Oh, which I didn't like know is that. that grounds for a lawsuit at that point? Like, if yeah, if I mean, it, it all was, depends what the injury stems from. I mean, who knows? You could see that that will that could happen if you know if he does believe that the injury is a result of that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, and then I think you had a also had a Dylan Brooks related low light that you wanted to bring up, right? Yeah, this is more. This is both Clay and Dylan Brooks because right. I just thought it was really lame. Um, they're just chirping, and then like Clay is like counting his fingers for his four rings, <laughs> and Dylan Brooks won't be quiet. I just yeah. think it's it's just so annoying. I don't care, and obviously, I, Clay Thompson is still better than Dylan Brooks right oh, now. It's, it's and it's better. like, I don't know what <laughs> Dylan Brooks is on about. He's saying he's like, Clay's like old and all this crap. But like, Clay's still better than you. But that's, everybody takes the bait. We were talking about this before. Yeah. It's like, this so classic yeah. where all these players, including Clay, his comments after the game are like, no one's going to talk about Dylan Brooks after he retires. Like, yeah, you're probably yeah. right, but you're talking about him now because you get baited yeah. into talking about him. And to be honest, probably, yeah. people probably will talk about him. Well, yeah, he'll be just because be, of that guy. Exactly, because he's yeah. that guy that got under everybody's skin and made everybody get upset. And he's it's, just like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like in a no, he's like a worse <laughs> Patrick Beverly because yeah. Patrick Beverly, like, he'll start something with players, but it's not like personal. Like yeah. he does that with everybody, and he's just mm-hmm. a char- like he's just a character. He like is super like, like you know, he's always jumping around. He's he's talking to everybody. Yeah. And he's at least like he's a, he's a great defender. I mean, Dylan Brooks is too, but Dylan Brooks just like only starts fights. That's yeah. just like what he's almost. That's almost what he's there to do. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, they want. I mean, I think it can be effective. Like obviously, when he crosses the line into getting fined and stuff, like by hitting a cameraman, it's kind of just like, what are you yeah. doing? But they beat Golden State again. They're at home. Uh, they, you know, yeah. didn't they have another game against them recently that they won, and it was yeah. a similar kind of thing. Like, uh, also, oh, yeah. did you see? Um, yeah, so I mean, in general, yeah, I, whatever, it's dumb. Yeah. The whole controversy around him, but I think it's so funny that all the players end up responding to him because they can't yeah. help it. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, I don't know if you saw it was kind of one of my highlight of the week, and I don't say this often, but uh, uh, Trey had an amazing steal on Curry in the game against Golden State, and Atlanta won at home. It was like Curry was trying to set up for a three, and and Trey just reached around the back and yeah. bopped the ball away, and then it was a fast break the other way. Yeah. It and he had an incredible game that game, and they ended up winning. And it's weird, Atlanta. Like no one wants to talk about Atlanta because I honestly think unless you're an Atlanta fan, like they're no no one really likes them as a team. They're kind no. of just like boring. But um, I think they're all they're, they're, they are kind of a dangerous team. That could maybe pull off. Well, I always an, forget they have Dante Murray too. Yeah. yeah, they could kind of maybe pull off an upset. Oh yeah, Spencer's showing me the replay of the cameraman thing. It's like 
I feel like Dylan Brooks is a, maybe he, on account of being Canadian, like I don't know if he played hockey growing yeah. up, but he reminds me of the kinds of complaints that hockey players make about dirty players in, in hockey, mm-hmm. where it's like the guy that always goes a little extra, the guy that always like gets a stick, yeah. you know, too high, the guy that's always <laughs> chirping, you know, and saying, you know, obnoxious stuff. And I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's it. And we'll see. I mean, I actually really like... I mean, I find the Grizzlies interesting now more than I did before. I mean, I'm not the jo- the Jaw situation is what it is, but just them as a team, but without Jaw, basically without their mm-hmm. top two players, but they're still effective and they're still winning games, um, you know, yeah. against good teams and stuff. They're interesting to me. Um, but anyway, yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, um, I think we can all agree that things are pretty still wide open and in the West and the East, at least, kind of. From, you know, the six through six through ten or eleven in both the east or and, and in the east maybe even six through twelve. Yeah. Um, whereas, uh, yeah, it's 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 wild. It's it's a pretty wild season. It's pretty wide open. But anyway, why don't we uh, look at your predictions from last week and find out? <laughs> All right, Spencey. So the Lakers were in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans on Tuesday. So what happened? Yeah, I had the Lakers winning by seven and a D as the top performer. And the Lakers won by 15 and it was a D. Um, and the key to this game was the Lakers going up by 35 at the half and just riding that wave until the end. Um, Beasley had seven three-pointers in the first half. Yep. And it was just all offense, and they were able to just use that for the rest of the game. Yeah. Another great pickup, I think, for the Lakers was getting yeah. Mike Beasley. Um, yeah, just he's a he's a shooter, something they lacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and AD playing very well, and that seems to be the key yeah. uh, to, to them having success. Um, it's kind of sad. I mean, I think we all agree the Pelican situation is pretty sad um, this year. Uh, another season kind of... <laughs> hmm gone because yeah. of the Zion situation and yeah. uh, they just don't seem to be able to I don't know put up proper effort even yeah. though they still had a chance to win the playoffs it's like they've thrown in the towel I feel like I don't know yeah I mean yeah it's it's they had so much energy at the start of the season with Zion and it was like they're the most entertaining team to watch yeah and like their chemistry was like like weirdly good yeah, like I didn't like you. You wouldn't expect that, but like yeah. they, it met, the team is a really good team when they have all their players. Yeah, yeah. It just and it's too bad. I was hoping that even without Zion, it would be like more of a, you know, like a, a Memphis situation where they just find a way to like put up a tough effort in games. Mm-hmm. But that just seems like they haven't been able to. I mean, they beat last Sunday. They beat, uh, they beat Portland, but I mean the Blazers are also just fading fast. So mm-hmm. it's not like that mean, really means anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, there was another, what I thought was going to be a big, um, a interesting matchup on Tuesday. Milwaukee was in Phoenix to take on the sun. So Marky man, what happened? Um, I had Milwaukee by six or sorry, by one. And I had Giannis as the top performer. Uh, they won by 12. Um, yeah, it was a, it was, I mean, it was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, blur, blur, blur. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you had Giannis as top performer? 
I yeah. think you have to remember actually one of the Joe Yeah, Joe Ingles is your top I performer. I thought I saw Giannis. Well, no, Giannis oh, was yeah. the top yeah, performer, yeah, but you had actually because I think you were influenced by he had that big game where well, yeah, he I shot didn't like think... five consecutive threes or something, and so you thought he was gonna what do you think he was gonna score? There's also points? a chance Giannis was gonna be out too, I thought. Right. Maybe. But yeah, Joe Ingles had six points, three rebounds, seven assists, so it wasn't Airbowl no, he's been. I mean, their whole team's playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Brook Lopez had 21 points, 10 rebounds. Gian- and Giannis, of course, had 36 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Yeah. So there's tons of players had great games. Drew Holiday had a great game as usual. Um, for the Suns, Booker just, of course, had a 30 point game, 34 and 3. That's just, that's seems what Booker seems what like that's the average Booker, Booker stat line. Yeah. Uh, it was actually pretty even when it comes to field goals and uh, like three pointers and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the offensive rebounds for Milwaukee, they, it was just it was too much for the Suns. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I believe the uh, the Bucks clinched the playoffs in that game. Yep. So, and it seems yeah. like strangely late for that, but maybe I'm crazy. Well, I mean, the Celtics just clinched it too in a loss. That's so. right, because the Heat won, or what was that? Yeah, Something like that. Somewhere. I can't remember what happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, again, the whole situation with Phoenix is really weird because it's like KD is now this X factor. They still are better than most teams uh, without him. And then, um, although they're kind of, it's weird. Like, it's a weird, we were talking about this mm-hmm. last week as well, Spencey, when you weren't here. And Spencey G-Bot didn't have much to say about it. Um, but the truth is, this is, as far as I know, nothing like this has ever happened before where a superstar player has come in to, to a team this late and then he got injured. So it's even later than he normally yeah. would have been. It's like arguably top five, maybe as high as top three player in the NBA right now at the level he was playing at this season. Yeah. Is KD. And we don't actually know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, it's weird. Like he could come back. You know, yeah. uh, with a, maybe a few games left in the regular season, maybe he doesn't come back at all, and then all of a sudden the playoffs, it's like they're they they're going to see if they can win without him, and maybe he just comes in as almost like, yeah, you know, a ringer. I mean, yeah. who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, Katie's going to get a ton of hate, yeah. especially because he's already already gets hate for gets hate for ring chasing, yeah. and the fact that he went to the Suns and didn't even play almost the entire season for the Suns. Yeah, and well, and if he, well, I mean, who cares if they win and it works? I'm like, fine. Then they, then he yeah. was right, and so yeah. were they. Like, it's like it I'm cheering for them because I want to see Chris Paul get a ring. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he comes out and he plays amazing, then then it's it's fine. I don't. Yeah. At this point, their whole yeah, the whole thing in the NBA with like you know players like him and Kyrie being like, I'm bored. I want to go yeah. to a different team. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. It's just yeah. the way it is. Um, it's, you know, it's funny, but, uh, apparently I didn't see any of this, but uh, somebody was, I heard, I was listening to another podcast and I heard comments about when Phoenix was in, uh, Dallas, they had a game. And so it was the first time, you know, Kyrie and KD were in the same building since the trades. And apparently they didn't have, they didn't really talk to each other. Like there was no, you know, glad handing and hugs and all that kind of thing. So it seems like. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's probably a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know about that was going on with that Brooklyn team. But anyway, 
on Wednesday, uh, Philly, uh, arguably the hottest team in the NBA right now, or at least, you know, one of the hottest, was in Cleveland to take on the Cavs. So, Spencey, what happened? I had um, the Sixers winning by three with Embiid as the top performer. And the Sixers won by nine, and it was Embiid. Um, And the kind of main factor in this game was the overturned foul call in Embiid that would have sent him um, out of the game because he would have fouled out because the Cavs were creeping back into this game. Um, And I, like, they, I think if there was, if they added 10 minutes left to the game, the Cavs probably would have won. So I think that if Embiid had fouled out there, it would have been enough to completely shift the tides, and I think the Cavs would have won. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, uh, Philly, winners of eight straight, nine and one in their last ten. Embiid is on an absolute tear, nine straight games mm-hmm. with 30-plus points uh, as of this recording. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, they're in second. They've overtaken the Celtics, although – they're 48 and 22 versus the Celtics 49 and 23. I don't think that really matters, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, very impressive. They've been surging. It looks like, and I mean, talking about Embiid, but Harden in that game, uh, 28 points, 12 assists, and six rebounds. So, and Maxi had 23 points, four rebounds, three assists. Yeah, they're playing well. You know. Everybody's playing well for that team. So, what do you think? The Sixers are they for real? Like, how deep are they going this year? Ooh, yeah, um, for sure. Eastern Conference Finals, like definitely. I think this is the best team. Well, then who's not making the Eastern who's Conference fi- Finals out of Milwaukee, the, uh, the Celtics, and the Sixers? And you know, there's only two. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think the Sixers would be playing the Celtics second round. Yeah, I, I, I can never figure that out because I, I guess any team can play any other team based on I, – I, I guess it all just based on who wins at yeah. what round and upsets and all that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, are the Sixers better than the Celtics? I think that – I'm not sure – I'm not sure, but I do think that it. I don't think you can give the favor to any team, and I do think that. I think the Celtics have more depth. I would say that. I think so too. Um, but I do think like the Sixers are hungry, and I think this is the best team since the 2019 Sixers team, which I've said, if the Raptors had lost that series, the Sixers would have won the championship. Yeah. There's a great. I, I would. I would agree. There was a good chance of that happening. So, who's better, the Sixers or the Celtics, Marky Man? Uh, I mean, I would, I'm just gonna go with the Celtics, but <laughs> I yeah. could see the 76ers beating the Celtics in the second. Yeah, I mean, but, I think the Celtics yeah. have been struggling a little bit lately, but I don't think we need to read too much into that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, we might as well just finish up our our last week um, predictions. Boston was in Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. So, Marky Man, what happened? Um, the I predicted, uh, yeah, I predicted Boston by eight. Yeah, they won by two. Yeah, uh, it was a really good game, neck and neck the entire game. Uh, Jalen Brown had thirty-five points, ten rebounds, 
which is, uh, you know, yeah. sometimes it's so weird because sometimes Jalen Brown looks like he's clearly the best player on the team by far. Yeah. Because Tatum had an embarrassing game. 22, 22 points. Embarrassing. 12 assists, two, uh, 12 year runs, two assists. He shot, but th- listen to this. He shot four for 16. Like, sure. I he know. was, I, 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 I saw, I saw clips of that game. He was a shot chucker the entire game. He would get the ball. He would just shoot a terrible okay. three and brick it. Uh, yeah. It, embarrassing he had is not the correct <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, he had I a found it embarrassing okay. because he's supposed to be a superstar, and sure. the way he was playing, it was it was weird. He That's he right. made obviously he made fourteen of his sixteen three free That's throws. Like Twelve rebounds, man. I mean, yeah. I sure, but he went zero for eight from the three. Like it, yeah, okay. it, I mean, sure. It, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a one of his. But it happens a lot with Tatum. Right? He's either like the like a great MVP candidate player, or he's just like it's, it's weird. Sometimes he has games where he's like he doesn't look skilled. He doesn't have like a bag at all. He's just yeah. like doing some weird thing and then tr- just shoots it because well, he has a green light too. Well, right? I, I'm not surprised that it was a close game. Um, I, I try, that was one of the games I tried to lay a trap for you guys where I thought, you know, Minnesota has been playing maybe a little bit better, although they've lost three straight, so <laughs> and they lost <laughs> to the Raptors. But at the time, I thought, I thought, I know that they're playing to make the playoffs, or, you know, to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They need to win. They're at home. It's Boston. They're oh. probably going to bring their A game, and they did, I think. I mean, and yeah, I, they, I mean... And and Boston just goes to show you that they're they're good enough for Tatum to have yeah. uh, not a great night and whatever, and they can still edge you out. Yeah, well, Edwards had a great game. He put the team on his back: twenty eight points, ten rebounds, seven assists. Yeah, and I mean now he's out with an ankle injury, so it's not great. Yeah, for the well, that's not great. Well, um, I mean, it's again, it just it just goes to show you that you. Uh, I mean Minnesota. They're such a there's they're a very enigmatic team, as we all know. Like I think Cat might be coming back, right? Isn't I think the I, I completely heard forgot that, about Carl Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. But what what like what's the deal if he comes back? Well, well the deal is they the deal is going to be Cat and Rudy Gobert and no Anthony Edwards, and that's going to look so stupid. <laughs> well, is so how hurt is Edwards though? He's I, pretty I think, hurt. Yeah. Really? Oh man. It's I think not, he just took off his walking boot. Yeah, he just took off his walking boot. Okay, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, well, they uh, yeah he was using a boot and now he's not. All right. Well, anyway, I think it's. Uh, I just want to. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next segment. But first, I wanted to say, hey, Orange Ball Juice listeners, please subscribe, give us a five star rating, and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other basketball fans find the show. And we want to hear from our listeners. So hit us up on Instagram at orangeballjuice, which mostly is pictures of our dog Merlin, or email us at orangeballjuice at gmail.com. Send us your NBA questions and hot takes. All right, fellas, it's time to bust out the B-ball barometer and look ahead to next week's games. Buckets forecast. All right. So, Marky Man, on Tuesday... Uh, am I, who's, am I right? Yeah. Okay. So Marky man on Tuesday, the Celtics are in Sacramento to take on the beam team. What's the forecast? I'm giving it to the Kings. I think the Kings are going to win at home against Celtics. Yeah. I think they're going to prove something. I'll, I'll say they win by six. Okay. I'll give the 
I'll give uh, De'Aaron Fox as a top performer. All right. So you... I just think people are, like, the Kings are, like, let's just show everybody that, like, like the one last final stomp, telling everybody that they're no joke, and I think they're going to come out and try and beat the Celtics. Yeah, and I think that's another example of a game where... Because the Sacramento Kings are... And unlike other top teams, no one expected them to be at the top. So they love proving mm-hmm. it over and over again. And they, I think they just have, I think they're having more fun than yeah. any team in the NBA yeah. too. Yeah. Just love it. And they're, you know, so you had Fox. Okay. So um, what do you, what do you say, Spencer? Yeah. I also had the Kings winning by five and I had um, De'Aaron Fox. Okay. All right. Um, that's, uh, I mean, I think that, to me, that's game of the week. That should be really exciting. Um, however, this next game is also, you know, really interesting. Phoenix, on Wednesday, Phoenix is going to be in L.A. to take on the Lakers. So what's the forecast? I have the Lakers winning by five with um, AD as a top performer. So you think, what's so what's the deal? I don't think that uh, Durant will be back for Phoenix, but it's obviously must win. Everything's mm-hmm. must win for the Lakers yeah. at this point. They're at home. Um, yeah. What What makes you think they can, they can beat Phoenix? I just, I don't know. I just think the Lakers have had some big games recently, and I think that they match up decently well against the Suns. Yeah. Um, I think that Aiden is going to struggle with AD. Um, and I and I think that the Lakers, like D'Angelo Russell, has been playing very well, so he should be able to match up decently well. And like as I said, they need this. Like as you said, they need this win. Yeah, so. it's desperation time. And whereas Phoenix is kind of like, we, I think they're just biding their time, trying to like have you know, yeah, keep their guys loose and in well, shape. But I mean, they have a chance to take over the third seed, and then like. If they go to the, I they, don't think. Well, they have to. I mean, I well, don't think. I think it's the third seed's kind of out of reach. They're three Maybe games they behind. Could. Yeah, three, three games g- behind, yeah. and they're and there's like what twelve games left. Ten games left. It's not impossible. And but I mean, the difference for that, it's like sure. Do that. Let's like, just yeah. say. Would you rather play the five seed or the six seed? I think anybody. I, mean, honestly, I think anybody would rather, would rather right. play this. If, if let's just say everything was the same. Yeah, they'd rather. Pro, pro, I I think they would uh, yeah. rather play the Mavericks than the Clippers. Well, actually, I completely don't think that because they remember they got beat by like seventy or something by the Mavericks. Mavericks, and yeah. last year they got upset by the Mavericks. I yeah. realize that, but I think the Mavericks have. But they're more different. Of a, I mean, honestly, I, it's a different team. Who knows? I don't know. I think. I think the. Celtics I think the Clippers, the Clippers are like for all the weirdness with the Clippers, like they're kind of scary too. Like if they. When they have all their guys on the floor and they're playing well, like, yeah, who knows? Like they could they could run the table. Yeah, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everybody can beat the Nuggets, right? So, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to make of any of that. Um, and then the play and how to so the you have to win two games if you're in nine and ten, right? Yeah, because you have Ooh, to yeah. the nine and ten play each other, and then. Yeah. The seven and eight play each other. The winner of that is plays number the number one seed, and the loser has to play. No, no, no. both both winner of seven and eight plays the two seed, and the loser of seven and eight plays, plays the, the winner oh, yeah. of nine and ten, and then they play the one seed. Yeah. So yeah, whoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So no matter what, if you're nine and ten, you gotta you gotta win two games to be yeah, in the playoffs. Yes. If you're seven or eight, you yeah. might you be lose. Want, if you win, then you have to then you're in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. If you lose, then you gotta play another game. Right? Yeah. I think in the East, it does not matter if you're playing the one or two seed. I really don't think it matters if you're yeah, playing I, team. I, yeah. I think in the West, I well, think I don't think it matters are, if you play one, two or three. If you're <laughs> No, it doesn't. It, like, it doesn't. If you're in that bottom tier, like you're gonna have to go through those teams no matter That's what. That's why I think all the those six teams are better than needs you. to be scared right now. The Nets. Well, yeah, the Nets should be scared anyway, though. I mean, uh, yeah, like they're, yeah. they're not that good. Of a I team. think the Knicks and the Cavs are very happy where they are right now. Um, I think they're they'd both be happy playing each other. First yeah. round. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so who did you have uh, in that game, Marky Man, uh, uh, the Phoenix um, game? I don't care about all the uh, Lakers are going to win. Okay. The Suns are going to win. The Suns are going to win? Yeah. No, okay. no, I don't care huh. about everyone saying like the Lakers are going to want to win this game. I think the Suns are just going to win because they're the better team. Honestly. Okay, by how much? Like eight. Wow. And oh. who who's going to be the guy for them if KD's not there? Do you think it's like... I mean, Booker. I mean, Booker? Okay. Yeah. Aiton hasn't been playing quite as well, it seems, lately, but, I mean. All right, so this is another interesting game for, I think, um, we got on, uh, when is this, on the 23rd, whatever day of the week that is, I don't know, Thursday. The Thunder are also in L.A. to take on the Clippers, so what's the forecast, Pinsy? Yeah, um, this is, this is tough, um. Hmm. I, I'm going to say Clippers. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'll say Clippers by five. And it's going to be... I'm trying to think of the match. I think it's going to be Paul George. Okay. Who do you got? I'll say Clippers okay. by four with Kawhi as the top performer. Kawhi. I think he was out last game, Kawhi. They lost... He's um, been playing great, though. They lost to Orlando. Um I, I, I don't know if you uh, that was last night's game in in LA uh, and it was Zubac had a double double sixteen points sixteen rebounds and Paul George had thirty points Wendell Carter Jr. had twenty seven points and twelve rebounds for the Magic I feel like the Clipper that the Clippers should have won that game um, they can't let the Orlando Magic come into yeah. their building and win at this time of year the only thing I can think of for them it's like they're one of those teams because of their strategy, because of their their resting Kawhi and all and resting mm-hmm. all that. They could just be like, as long as we finish top six, we don't care. Yeah, like because it, it doesn't actually matter for them. I mean, they're the kind of team where they see themselves as better than their record. Yeah, and they've they still are. You know, they're in fifth. So I don't think they really fear the Suns. I don't think mm-hmm. they really fear playing any of these teams, really. Like, they're going to have to beat them. I think what they fear is being in the play-in. Yeah. You know? So, at the same time, the Thunder are, like, desperate. They don't want to fall out. They have something to prove. Those guys obviously want to play. Yeah. So, yeah. 
you know, and just watching the, like, it's similar to the, the, what happened with Orlando. It's like, you just see these young guys that are super athletic on that Orlando team that have all this energy just flying around out there. And it seemed like they kind of had the Clippers back on their heels in that game. But anyway, the last game of the week, which I think is another key matchup and it's, you know, it, the, the Sixers are in uh, in San Fran to take on the Golden State Warriors. So, what's the forecast, Marky? Um, uh, take the take. Okay, so it's at it's Golden State Warriors are at home. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Sixers. I buy five with him being a top performer. I mean, they're on fire right now. It would be yeah, it wouldn't be a good call if I said the Warriors were winning that game. And they don't, uh, that's not a common matchup. I, I rarely see Sixers at. Yeah, the, and what do you what do you say, Spencer? I think the Warriors are going to win because they've lost three straight, and they need wins, and they're at home. Yeah, well, they have they'll have games between now. They and will, then, but, yeah. but still. Yeah. And I think that this is one of those games where they're playing a really good team, and they're at home, and then they have to prove like we are extremely good. Yeah. Okay. So who's going to be the guy? How, they, uh, how much are they going to win by then? Three. And who's going to be the guy? Embiid. You still think Embiid's going to be top performer in a Sorry, loss? my apologies. <laughs> um, I mean, theoretically, you could pick that. I mean. Uh, yeah, let's go Curry. Curry. All right, well, let's quickly check in on what's cooking in uh, Chef Pasquale's kitchen. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. In this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale because spicy pee is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos. All right, so we already talked about the Raptors. Just are coming off a three-game win streak, all against, I think we can agree, quality teams, if not, you know, amazing teams. Certainly Denver. The win against Denver was huge. Uh, then on Thursday, they won against OKC. And last night, they would beat the Timberwolves all at home. You know, we've said it all about about Pirtle. So today they had to fly to. Um, so last night they would have flown to Milwaukee. Now they're going to take on the Bucks. So that's going to be intense. And then they're not. Pl- and then the next three games are at home again. Uh, Wednesday against Indy, Friday against Detroit, and Sunday against Washington. So, uh, Spencey, what do you think? These next few games. What what's what's the deal? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Uh, <laughs> don't think too hard. Like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose tonight, and we're going to beat the Pacers, Detroit, and lose to Washington. Wow. Well, we're we're ahead of both the Pacers and Washington in the East right now, which is great. But uh, well, pa- and, and yeah. the Pistons. Oh, and the Pistons. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> they're in last place. Yeah. so they're sixteen and fifty-five. So I, I didn't even think. To me, that's kind of the game I'm a bit worried about. I do think they'll win. Um, the Pacers are having these, like they beat. Oh, that's who beat Milwaukee yeah. on Thursday, 139 to 123, and that was without Halliburton. And like, for whatever reason, they yeah. are obviously they they're trying to make the play in. Like they they're not messing around. Um, I, they're not, you know, they're not. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Um, tanking or anything? Although they, they did, they did just lose at home to Philly. But again, it's Philly, and they're surging. So, 
that was last night. It, it's tough. It's really hard to predict that team. I find them really hard to, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're kind of like, they're one of those teams that if they add another piece could end up being like a top four team in the East, in my opinion, because they, they have a lot of good yeah. talent. Yeah. But uh, they're, right now they're kind of unpredictable. But anyway, what do you think, Marky Man, of these f- four games? What, what wins and losses for the Raps? I've got us beating Milwaukee, us beating the Pacers, us beating Detroit, us beating... Washington. Oh, they're going to run the table four four straight wins. Wow. Yep. With a, well, that would be seven straight wins. So. That would be seven straight wins and a win on the road in Milwaukee would be pretty pretty intense. So yeah. I, well, I, hope I think that the, comes true. the Bucks aren't they coming off like uh, they're coming off a loss and maybe like or they're they're not are, did you say the Bucks aren't as doing as well right now or like well, they're the ones he I know, well, but just like they're seven, seven and three in their last ten. They lost their last game, which I believe was that game yeah. at home in well, Indy. So they're going to be they're going to be upset. They're going to be a bit upset. I mean, the thing is, I think the Raptors are going to try to be like are going to be the Milwaukee because that's what if the make Raptors make it through the playing, that's who yeah. they'll be playing. So, well, yeah. exactly. I think the Raptors will be will be coming out hot, and we've you know we have that kind of tendency to play well against top teams and unfortunately come up short but still mm-hmm. play well yeah. uh, but I, I mean it's yeah it's hard to say anyway I hope I think they're going to win three out of these four games I'm not going to predict which one they're going to lose I could see them something dumb happening like they win three or four and lose the Detroit game because they I yeah, know, take their foot off the gas or something um, but I certainly hope that doesn't happen they need to solidify their chances um, they need to win certainly against Indy and certainly against Washington, because both of those games are basically worth two. Yeah. Like, you know, wins win, but if you can, if you're if you're just st- trying to stay ahead of somebody and you win and they lose all in one game, then yeah, that helps you. But uh, anyway, it's it's exciting to see. So, um, it's time to uh, turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for time travel trivia. Okay, fellas. Well, I was I was considering doing a NCAA March Madness trivia thing, but honestly, it's too hard. <laughs> I was looking at some yeah. stats and stuff. I'm like, oh man, even researching. I don't it, know anything. Well, that's anything. the thing. I mean, there's so to find something that's actually relatable that you might even know is so hard. And so, and this is an NBA podcast. So, one thing I wanted to to bring up is um, Steph um, earlier this week had a 50-point game um, in a 134-126 to 126 loss uh, to the Clippers. So, gold, it was, it was, uh, I, so my, my question for you, and I'll start with you, Marky Man, um, how many 50-point games has Steph had in his career? 11. So, Spency, how many? Three. Three. What are you talking about? I don't know. There's top players who don't do it that often. Yeah, Marky Man, you are much closer okay. than Spency. So I'll give you, you you can continue to guess. Ten. Twelve. That's right. So he's had 12 50-point games in his career. Um, his first was a 54-point game on February 27th, 2013, uh, in a 109-105 to loss against the Knicks. 
His highest scoring game ever was 62 points and a, a last year. Uh, 137 to 122 win against the Blazers on January 3rd, 2021. Um, so that would have been last season. Uh, um, so here's the next question. So I'll go back to you for this, Mency. So out of Curry's 12 50-plus point games, how many of them were losses? Three. <laughs> one singular, and it was the one that just happened. Well, first of all, I already told you that there's at least two because uh, his first was a 54 point game on February 27th, 2013, in a loss against the Knicks, which I just said. Okay. And we know that he just lost this one. So, so what's your guess? Four. <laughs> <laughs> so you really lucked out with that because you, you said an answer that was impossible based on information I'd already given you. And then I let you guess again. Um, so, um, and two out of the four were this season. The last one uh, was uh, before Wednesday was back on November 16th uh, when Curry scored 50 and a 130 to 119 loss to the Phoenix Suns. Um, all right. So bonus time. All right. I'm not, not that I'm keeping score, but anyway, um, this will be an easy one, so I'll go to you for this one, Spency. Who has the all-time record with the most 50-plus point games in a losing effort? Um, Michael Jordan. Will Chamberlain? That's yes. obvious to me. Yeah, Wilt Chamberlain has had 37 games with 50 or more points in a loss, uh, which is insane. All right, we're going to speed around now. Second most. Michael Jordan. That's right. Second most is Michael Jordan with eight 50-point-plus games with uh, in a loss. Third place. LeBron. Uh, Kobe. In third place, Kobe Bryant with seven. In fourth place, Kareem. Curry. Uh, um, He's still in the league. Kevin Durant. He's really good. Still in the league. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think I know. Is it Giannis? James Harden? Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. And who mm-hmm. is in... Uh, yeah, he's got six. 650-plus point games in losses. Uh, who is in fifth place? Seven Curry. Curry. <laughs> oh, my God. Just start yelling out five. names. Uh, he's not on the league anymore. He's retired. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Carl Malone. Moses Malone. Um, Jerry West. Bill Russell. Played on the Sixers. Julius Irving. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is in uh, fifth place with five 50-plus point games. So Steph is actually in a three-way tie. Um for for sixth with Damian Lillard and Bernard King uh, with four 50-plus point games and losing efforts. So, 
Yeah, well, that's about it, fellas. Uh, welcome back, Spence EG. Um, we'll try, we'll, if you keep doing well, we won't replace you with an AI after all. Um, and you guys, I'm sure you're coming off of your, your March break. So I know you don't have any homework, but you, there's definitely chores. We've got to shovel the driveway and maybe uh, watch a little more March Madness this afternoon. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>